Dad, did you wash my jersey? Mom, can you sign this paper? It's for school. Is there anything else to eat? So, what's this fundraiser for? Ooh, can we stop the library? So, when's our next Disney trip? Hey, Dad, can I ride with you? Did you record the soccer game? We are not getting a cat. The laundry is still out of control. Welcome to the Victory Catch Podcast with Rick and Julie Randa, Season 2. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Victory Couch. My name is Julie Rando. And I'm Rick Rando. And we've made it to the end of another week. Yes. We are celebrating the victories tonight and looking forward to what's ahead. So, Rick, what is going on with you? What's going on this week? Well, we've had an eventful week, but it feels like a normal week. Yeah, they've been I agree. really like crazy lately with stuff, I guess, the past maybe month. And this feels like a normal week. Not too over the top. No. But definitely not stress-free, I would say. That's that's correct. Yeah. And we know that, um, yeah, April's coming, which is about mm-hmm. to... Yeah, we're almost there. <laughs> ...ramp it up a little bit. Yeah. Well, at least, ooh, save that for my couch crumbs. Okay, sorry. Don't mean to <laughs> yeah. jump ahead. But yeah, um, but at least this week and the coming week, I think, is, yeah, a yeah. Little, little less crazy, right? And there's signs of spring outside, which is awesome so it's all good yeah absolutely so in case you're new to the victory couch the victory couch is a real place uh we're sitting on it right now julie's on the right side of the couch i'm on the left side of the couch and we uh couldn't be more polar opposites on most things however um we have one thing in common and that is our love oh that's Mm. right the love for each other and the love for our kids and family and for you people that's right for you and uh so i bring two questions to her she brings two questions to me. I do. And we banter and we chat and solve the world's problems. So you're listening in. And I am going to start with something pretty amazing this okay. week. Okay. I'm going to just, I'm just, amazing. I'm hitting you. I'm hitting you right out of the okay. gate. You ready? Okay. So recently mm-hmm. I was thinking back um, to some of the greatest movies of all time. Okay. And I alluded to it last week, Back to the Future. The sequel. And, yes, mm-hmm. and Star Wars and that kind of thing. But it's easy to to give your top movies. We've actually done a, a, a portion of that before. Right, yeah. We have. But one thing that um, people overlook a lot of times is the, um, is the comedic movie, the okay. funny movie. So maybe not your Titanic. That's but, right. Okay. And, and, you know, not Star Wars yeah. and not, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark or something like that, right? Because people usually with the best movie of all time – most people, they go to like action or something that's uh, nostalgic for a mm-hmm. couple of reasons. I Today, I am going to ask you okay. what you think are like maybe the top, you know, all-time <laughs> funniest movies. Oh okay, funniest movies, according to Julie, on the right side of the couch. Now, it's a little unfair because I have had time to think about this, and I've prepared my list. I have, listen, uh-huh. yeah. I have oh, a yeah. list ready. It looks deep. Yeah. It, it, there's a lot there's of things on there. here. Okay, okay. so... If you don't um, put one out there, I will. Okay. Julie, top funniest movies. <laughs> it doesn't in no particular order. Okay, go. All right, I'm going to start with what's funny to one person isn't always funny to the other, and that is okay. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. Okay, 
if you're a longtime listener, you know that I love some good 90s humor. So, I mean, Clueless has to be on there. Okay. Sorry. I knew you were going to say that. There. I knew you were going to say and that And in the same, uh, not the same era, because it came like 10 years later, but in the same style, I'm going to say Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. Mean Girls makes me laugh. Um, and cry. For a couple reasons. Yeah, it's just, it's fantastic. I mean, the Broadway soundtrack, of course, is going to bring a little tear because, phew, mm-hmm. you should hear Dylan sing it. It's awesome. But anyhow, okay, movies. So I'm going with Clueless. I'll go with Mean Girls. I'm going to take it back because one of the people on this planet who, well, probably the person who I laugh the hardest with beside you is my brother Phil. Mm-hmm. And when I think of funny movies and being with him, I think of Black Sheep. Oh, yeah. With Chris Farley. We love that movie. (laughs) Um, And Tommy Boy, of course. Those are some really good ones. So I'll take it back there. Then I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Billy Madison Mm -hmm. and like some of the other ones. Oh, man. I love Billy Madison. I also loved um, Big Daddy. Oh, yeah. I love that one. That one makes me laugh. That little boy in there is so cute. He's adorable. He's so cute. And I love when. when he puts down, like, you know, the newspaper. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Side thought, isn't Ben and Friends the same boy yes. in there in the episode where Rachel takes care of yes. him? Yes, it's the same, I thought so. same young yeah, yeah. actor. That yeah. just jumped in my head, of yeah. course. Mm-hmm. I had to reference that. Um, so, yeah, I'd say those. I also would like to point out that... Um, oh, oh, one thing. I Recently, I sent my mom an old movie from the 90s that always made us both laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh yeah, so funny. Robin Williams is just—I I can't even. He's so good in that movie. So yeah, I'm gonna Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes, it's gonna make you cry a little, but there's a lot in there that makes me laugh. Um, let's see what else. Mm, I've mentioned before. There's something about Mary. I do also. I think of my brother in that. We laugh super hard. And what I was getting to earlier is. These aren't like straight comedies, but I always laugh during How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. And Miss Congeniality. Mm-hmm. So I'm a big rom-com fan. So those two always make me chuckle. Oh, and um, uh, My Best Friend's Wedding. Nice. Julia Roberts, you know that yeah, one? Yeah. I love that. That's, that's in my top five. Well, Sandra Bullock, The Proposal um, yeah, with Ryan Reynolds. It's a relatively sense. new one. That's a funny one. It's probably like 10 years old by now. But yeah, yeah, well, that that's true. makes me laugh. But yeah, yeah Sandra is a comedic genius if you allow her to be. And she really, really is. So um, is that a decent list that's so far? That's a great list. Okay. Okay, so I have a handful on my list that are on your list. Oh, great. So, so okay. that's good. Okay. okay, so I have, I had Miss Congeniality. Really? Okay, okay, yep. And I had Billy Madison. I had Tommy Boy. Nice. Um, I think. That may be it. Oh, Happy Gilmore, which that's funny to me because yeah, I'm a golfer. The golfing part. All right, yeah. so I'm gonna I I'm like gonna it. give you I'm gonna give you mine. So okay. um in no particular order, mm-hmm. I love Elf. That's right. Yeah. Everybody forgot oh, about that one because I, it's a Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Same thing with uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation yeah. and um regular vacation. Chevy Chase, I think, is great. Uh I love the movie The Burbs. I've that's never an seen old it. one. That's an old one. I think that's an from the eighties. So um yeah, it's it's one of my faves. I like that one. Who's so, in that? I don't even know. Um, lead actor is Tom Hanks. Really? And okay. um, actually, Carrie Fisher is in that. Wow. Okay. So that was his wife. Um, 
Oh, yeah. Corey Feldman is in that one as well from the 80s. So, um, yeah. Animal House, classic um, from the 70s. Um, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Have you ever seen that I one? I have seen that oh. one. I did not see the last one you mentioned before. One yeah. of my favorites. Yeah. You've ne- Wait, you've never seen Animal House? No. Are you serious? Yeah, I think it was rated R. And I think I was, you know, really young when that came out. So. Wow. And I didn't watch it in college. I was too busy being, wow. you know, a college student, I guess. Wow, that was, that's, whoa. Never okay. seen it. Sorry, people, don't send the hate mail. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, one of my favorite movies of all time. Coming to America. Come on, Eddie Murphy. I've only seen that because of you. You love that, that movie. And we watched the movie. sequel on Amazon last year. That's a year. great movie. Yeah, the sequel wasn't as good, but very nostalgic, but it was good. Mall Rats. Have you ever seen that one? I feel like I have. Does that have, um, uh, is that Silent Bob and... Yeah, Jay and Silent yeah, Bob. Yeah, okay. yeah, okay. Yeah, I think but, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and Shannon Doherty's in that, isn't yes. she? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And so is Ben Affleck. I do know that movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good that. movie. Yeah. Liar, Liar. It's one of oh, my favorites. Oh, you love that movie. Yeah, I chuckle in that. Yeah. I find him a little bit over the top at times, but yes. Oh, he's great. Yeah. Um, Caddyshack. Never seen. Yeah, great, great movie if you're a golfer. Um, Ace Ventura, I think, is, is funny. I did not I'm dating myself movie. now. Yeah. And check it out. Rush Hour. My mom loves that movie. You know that, right? I love that. Yeah, she loves that movie. And that she laughs so, so hard. so funny. Chris Tucker is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I love that guy. Yeah. Um, I asked Lawson in secret. <gasps> Ooh, I told okay. him, I told him, I said, this is the question I'm going to ask mommy. What do you think is, is your favorite? And he said cheaper by the dozen. Oh, so he really liked that That's so one. good. Yeah, and you know our kids laugh so hard at that. He's yeah. referencing the Steve Martin version. There are plenty of them yes, out there. Yes, yeah. and, and cheaper by the dozen too. I also uh, was thinking about, you know, like comedies for like cartoons. Ooh, and okay. we mentioned it before. Um, Lego Batman, yes. I think is hilarious. And also, I think Megamind with um, Will, Ferrell. Will Ferrell is so funny. I've fallen asleep in that. So I've oh, never watched the whole thing. Sorry, um, that's great. On the kids movies, yes. I think the Diary of a Wimpy Kid movies make me yeah, laugh too. they Not- are good. Alicia Silverstone plays the mom in the long haul, which is the fourth one. I like that one the least, actually, except the Spice Girls scene where they sing in the car, Wannabe, which is fantastic. But other than that, that one doesn't make me laugh as much. But the first three that we've seen with the kids, Diary of a Wimpy Kid movies, I do love those. Those are cute. And I laugh as a parent. They're enjoyable. Yeah. Good humor for the most part. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll take it back. If you haven't seen any of these movies... (laughs) Which I'm assuming you, most of you listeners probably have seen almost all of those. I want to ask you this real quick. Was there any movie that I mentioned that you had not seen? Um, no. Yeah. You love movies. Yeah. I'm yeah. kind of a movie-aholic, I yeah, think. you are. Yeah. So when I was younger, probably in high school and college, uh, probably early college, because uh-huh. late college I was usually, you know, working or at the studio, you know, trying to do things on the weekends, but I would just stay home Friday night. I would, uh, pop a bag of popcorn and I would watch like police Academy six. I think it was my favorite. <laughs> um, and just, just watch movies every weekend, just stay up late, watch movies. And that was my thing. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Good deal. All right. I guess we're over to my turn then. <laughs> Wasn't that a fun question? It is. This one's yeah. equally as fun. Are you oh ready? boy. Here we <laughs> go. Two fun questions. All right. All right. So I was doing chores or doing something where I listened back to a couple of our older episodes. I don't do it often, but when I did it, I heard the um, a couple Boy Scout references over multiple episodes. Okay? okay. So my question to you is, 
the fact that you're an Eagle Scout does come up and stories from your time as a Boy Scout comes up from time to time, both in our relationship and apparently on the podcast more than once. Okay. So my question to you is, number one, how did you first get involved in Boy Scouts and why would you encourage someone to join the Boy Scouts or pursue like earning your Eagle Scout? So how did you first get involved and like, is it something where you'd go, yeah, I think it's a good idea for people to get involved and... Or like, where are you at on that? Because we've never really talked about it. Our kids aren't in scouts. And I all I know about it is from our experience together. So start me off with how did you first get involved in scouting? Okay, I, well, first yeah. of all, my mother was a den mother, okay, back then. Which How did she get involved, though? Uh, I, I don't really remember that, but I was a tiger cub at my local elementary school uh, with a handful of my friends and um, needed a den mother to, you know, sort of had everything and it was my mom and a couple other moms that kind of got together and uh yeah you just start as a a cub scouts you would meet at the school and you would do like you go to the mall they had a big event at the mall it was scout week and you would go and each troop and pack so packs are the little kids troops are the older kids they would put together like you know, displays and some things were really cool. Like, like you, a science fair kind of kind of thing. Okay. You could go across bridges and they taught you like, um, you know, the perfect ways to build a fire. Like they didn't build a fire in the mall. <laughs> right. I mean, obviously that's not good, but you know, they would, they would things you could climb on and tie knots and you know, um, you could whittle. I talked about that before, you did? um, yeah. you know, which is crazy. You could bring knives and, you in know, the to the mall, mall and just, you know, <laughs> cut, sit there and cut wood as a kid, you know, whatever. <laughs> You know, but uh, but that was the big thing. And then the other was the Pinewood Derby races. And right. I still have my Pinewood Derby cars from when I was a kid. That's right. I have those in my office at the studio. And I proudly display some of those. Yeah, you I've know, seen them The black before. one called the Spider. It was pretty good. You know, so we, we, you know, I had friends of mine that worked at like a ballistics. Her parents worked at a ballistics center, so they would have them tested in wind tunnels. So we couldn't beat those kids. Oh, my but, goodness. Uh, That's unfair. They should get disqualified. <laughs> That's not it's fair. Com- it's competitive, you know what I mean? Like people want the first place ribbon. I was just there for the snacks. I'll be isn't honest Boy with you. Boy Scouts and like, isn't it supposed to be patriotic and stuff? Though? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, the, the Scouts is very patriotic. It's it's how to fold the flag. It's saying the Pledge of Allegiance. There's codes. There's handshakes, all that kind of good stuff. Um, but the biggest thing is when you go from like being a Cub Scout in elementary school to a Boy Scout, Obviously, the numbers continue to dwindle because most everybody else is playing a sport. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then basically, the older you get, the less people that are there just because everybody just, you know, you're into girls and you're not camping on the weekends mm-hmm. and you have basketball tournaments and baseball and you're into other things. So, you know, really that that sort of sweet spot, and I say that in air quotes, um, is, you know, the little kid level and the junior high level, you know, um, and then you just kind of, I'm not saying you outgrow it because... Um, you just, I just didn't stay involved with it. Um, I got my order the arrow, um, which is something that comes after Eagle Scout. Would I recommend scouting? I mean, I don't know enough about it now to say, yes, definitely do it. Cause it has evolved. That's for sure. I think you can find pockets where it's great and you're going to find pockets where there's um, obviously been problems. Um, but I would say the structure is what I would recommend for parents. The structure of scouting where it's broken up into little tiny um, bite-sized achievements mm-hmm. and different ranks and the camaraderie of family and having to work together and work through problems and, and achieve, you know, things step by step, I think this is good. Um, and 
I'll be honest with you, I, I get the same thing or, or have seen the same thing um, with our kids doing martial arts because mm-hmm. there's still that element of patriotism. We bow in before every single class, um, you know, a, a, in, in martial arts. And then also the structure of character, mm-hmm. which is what the scouting world was is really known for, at least when I was a student, is loyalty, bravery, honesty. I mean, the, you know, the tenets of, of scouting um, is really there and is applicable in martial arts too. Yeah, I get so that. So I, okay. I think that, you know, if I would pick whether mm-hmm. I wanted to do scouting, which again, I'm not sure, you know, if my daughter would, would want to do that or if we could even do it at the same time, or martial arts, my thing that I'm do six days a week, I would want them to do martial mm-hmm. arts. So I think that's the only reason why we really didn't pursue scouting. Um, not the fact that I don't like to camp people. I would camp for my kids <laughs> if they wanted to. But I'm just I'm just saying like yeah. I don't know enough about it right now in its current state to either endorse it or say skip it. But I would just say that the the tenants are there yeah. of excellence and you know, the same thing in martial arts. So we chose martial arts. I have a quick follow up. So we all know that the Girl Scouts sell the awesome cookies. They do. What did the boys sell? We we the Boy Scouts sold yeah. popcorn. Trails and popcorn. How come you guys aren't famous and they are? Well, what the popcorn happened? was a little expensive. Okay. And um, there's only so many flavors of popcorn you can sell huh. that it are microwavable. Okay, so. Oh, they were all microwavable All microwavable bags. popcorn. It wasn't like yeah. the fancy popcorn floating now, they, around they now. Might, they might change that. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. This was back way back when. Yeah. But I had the record three years in a row of selling the most popcorn. Of course you did. And I will just tell you that my sister, because <laughs> I asked her to help me sell the popcorn <laughs> as well, and she yeah. was a master sales oh, person. She, she's always been gifted in that way. She's yeah. a machine. She's yeah. a selling machine, my sister. That's so. cool. Okay, well. Yeah. We, we never really talk about that a whole lot. And I was just curious. You got another one for me? Yeah. Richard? Oh, yes, All I right. do. Bring okay. It on. Bring it All on. right. So you were talking about listening to previous episodes, and I'm I glad was. that you did not steal my question, too. Okay? Oh, good. Okay. Because one of the most popular episodes of season one is where we talked about pet peeves. It was. Yeah. Okay. It was a top so, five. Yeah. To- okay. So here we mm-hmm. go. I am doing a callback. And my question is, we are now in season two. Yes. In current life. Okay. We're doing season two pet peeves. Oh. Go. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and it can't yes. be any of the same? Not Well, you can't repeat. Oh, I mean, I, I would say that, that you can't do it. Oh, I'm going to have to think. All right. I Okay. I had a second to think. So for what I guess you can call season two pet peeves. This is going to sound a little horrible. It's like, here's Julie's list of things that bother her. <laughs> but you have to answer too, so I'm not yep, alone. I'm okay. Um, this, I think, anyone who grew up in a house like I did where my dad told us to shut the lights off all the time, I carried that into my adulthood. Because as you know, I'm a little bit of the light police. I like the lights a certain way. If they're on in like a kid's room and I'm like, shut your lights off. So I'm going to say lights on in a room when they don't need to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. And or radio. Our son loves he to play K-Love. Yes. And turn all the lights on and walk uh, away. Leave. Yeah. Just leave. Just yeah. wherever he goes. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. That's one. Um, okay. You're going to laugh because this happened today. The blinds. I like the blinds a certain way pending on the day. Meaning <laughs> if there is God's sunshine outside, 
we do not have the blinds all the way closed. It is now daytime. So just like there's a routine in the morning and you wake up your body and, you know, if you're waking up your kids, you wake up your kids. I believe in waking up the house. So I crack the blinds a certain way. Like, you know, in the living room, they're a certain way. In the kitchen, they're a certain way. In the dining room, a certain way. I believe in that. They do not go back to let's tuck the house into bed, if you will, <laughs> mode until guess what? Until nighttime. As you can imagine, it's nighttime. All right. So sidebar here. Yeah. When Julie goes out of town and if I'm still here and I'm still with, up all the time, we do not open the blinds. You we just live keep, like vampires. We keep it's it ridiculous. Closed. We keep it closed the whole time. And I'm, you wonder, I'm, not, I'm not even joking. We you, keep it closed. No, you wonder why Dylan likes dark things and villains. It's all you. There <laughs> well, it's you not, go. It's not that. It's it's just, hey, you know, you only got a couple hours and the sun's going to, right? And he's going to, we oh. just have to redo it again. I'm like, ah, I'll just no, keep it No, I down. love natural light. <laughs> love, love, love. So yeah, blinds are definitely one of my things, okay. always. And the last thing I could quickly think of was... um. The shoes by the door, because you know, mm-hmm. being married to you, we're there. We're definitely a shoes off house. I didn't grow up in a shoes off house, mm. but I morphed into being a shoes off house, where you walk through the door and you take your shoes off right of the way. Martial arts does this too, and um, they get overly cluttered, which irritates me because we're a very privileged family where everyone owns way too many pairs of shoes. And then I buy these bins, and I'm like, hey, everybody, let's keep them in the bins, and then. You know, they're not Nobody always back the in the men's. Yeah. And then they stack up like right by the door. And I'm like, these are your church shoes. Those go back in your cubby in your room. Or like, why do we have four pairs of running shoes by the front door? You you don't need all of them. So right, why shoes, are you looking at me when you say I'm that? just saying you're looking at me when you say I, that. I sure am. <laughs> and I'm just going to say shoes. It's just it's it's ridiculous. By the door, like, come on. This I, I hate walking through the door with groceries and I'm going to trip over everybody's shoes because no one can use the cubbies I've purchased. So there you go. Pet peeves, shoes, blinds, lights. Check, I love check, that. Check. All right. Do you want to hear mine? Just when you thought I couldn't have any more. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. All right. You ready? Yes. Number one, loud commercials. Oh, you hate they that. They are yeah. freaking driving me <laughs> nuts right now, okay? You're watching a show, and it's at one volume, and then the next commercial is like, wah! Like, who turned that up? Yeah. Who turned it up? Nobody turned up the television in the 3.3 seconds it takes for a commercial to come on. Now, I understand the marketing behind it because they want you to pay attention. But you know what? Let me just tell you something. If you're selling a, pro- a, a product, whatever it is, and it's twice as loud as my show, I don't care how good it is, I'm not buying it. I'm not going to buy it. Okay? So listen here, marketers. Okay? You want to get my attention? Do something real soft. Do something, you know, with, with nice, easy music where I don't have to go, oh my gosh, where's the remote? Turn it down. And then when our show starts again, I got to turn it back up. I'm sorry. Yeah, you've been especially very sensitive to this lately. You, so that does not shock do you, me. Do you hear me? If you're out there, listen to me, time out. If you're out there, you're listening right now and you feel me, you send us a message. You say, hey, I feel you, commercial volume. Let's write a letter to our local Congress person and tell them it should be against the law. Real quick. So, you know, I went to college and my degrees in mass communication. I know. There's, I there's actually a whole, there's FCC rules and regulations behind that. Okay. It's been almost 20 years, so I can't tell you exactly what yes, it was. I understand. But yeah, there's all well, types of stuff. Somebody to needs that. to go back and review that rule because nobody's <laughs> following it. So, no, not nobody. Some people aren't following it. Okay. My second thing, and I've, I've alluded to this in the last couple episodes, is TMAP slash 
text chains that do not apply to you. All right. I want to hear a good healthy rant here because these people need to know how much this <laughs> irritates rant. you. Okay. All Hit right. It. Have you ever been a part of a group? And you're sitting there nodding your head because I know you are. And they're like, oh, well, we got we to gotta text Bob and we got and your mother's on there and your, your friend and your cousin, and you, right? You're all, and you're all in this chain and you're trying to decide something, okay? You give your, okay, yeah, we, we can't go to the picnic, all right? You've said it. You, we can't go to the picnic, okay? But you continue to get texts and messages like you're still going, Okay, or two people are talking to each other about something that does not apply to the rest to the of the group. the other 20 people. So listen, just text chain etiquette, all right? If you need to talk to an individual. Like a coach. Text them privately because you can do that, okay? We don't need to know <laughs> that little Timmy is has a cavity and he's been fighting with it for three months and he had his consultation last week and then he can't go to practice or maybe he might be late because of like and then grandma's gonna take it like we don't need to know that it's just clogging up the works okay so in 2023 can we all just commit that we we can do better okay we can can do better okay so that's my healthy rant number two i like it all right number three this is gonna sound very vain and i don't want it to come across like this okay but I, the vehicle that I drive has Bluetooth, okay, where you get in and it just syncs everything. You're fancy. We know. Honey. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's nice, okay? Yeah. However, however, uh-huh. let's get to the volume again. In order to talk to somebody on the phone, you have to turn the volume up. I don't know why that is in my case in the vehicle, but I have to turn it up, okay? okay. So if I'm talking to somebody, let's say coming home from the studio at night, when I often do, because uh-huh. I try to leave it all in the car before I come into the house, right. okay? The very next day, when I start my vehicle up and I'm in the car and it is morning, very early sometimes, right? All of a sudden, the car links to my phone. It will start playing music at a very, very high decibel, still based on my phone conversation from the night before. Uh, okay. And that scares my kids <laughs> and me half the time. Like, it's like all of a sudden we're playing, you know, you know Rusted Root you know, send me on my way or something. Nice. And it's like, wah, you know, it's just like, <laughs> this is not okay in the morning. So it's a, it sounds a, a little like, oh, okay, privilege problem. First world problems. You know, yeah. your Bluetooth isn't working right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with your latte in your hand. Hey, okay? this is our podcast. This is, you I have the say freedom what I want. To say I'm just saying think. like, can some people across the technology spectrum say, okay, we're going to keep the volume the same, whether you're on the phone whether you're listening to music or watching commercials. That should not be, they should all be connected, okay, right? Can we yeah. put somebody on that? I don't know. You smart people, can you? They're out there, and if there is a way and we're missing it, go ahead and let us know, guys. We don't know everything. Yeah, okay, I'm just saying, those are my pet peeves. <laughs> my current pet peeves. Wow. Okay? Okay. I didn't say anything about wet towels or windshield wipers. Ooh, how about that? How about that? <laughs> I need to breathe after that. Okay. All right. Wow. Hopefully you got a fun question because I my have blood pressure is up a little bit If I bit remember now. correctly, I have a serious question. Ooh. Yeah. This is a serious question. I don't one. know. We've so been talking take, about movies and take a fun. Beat. And, yeah. Okay. Take all right. A let's get serious. Let's get the tone back down. Okay. This question is one that I know our listeners out there are going to kind of nod their head or stop for a second because I think we've all gone through this before. So Mm. my question deals with saying no. How do you know when to say no? 
And I guess kind of a follow-up would be, how has your life experience or aging, or as our kids gracefully tell us, seasoning, as we, as we season, we're more seasoned, as that progresses and we get older, how has life kind of taught us our limits about being able to say no, or are, are you still working on it? How would you handle that? Basically, if someone out there really struggles with saying no, can you help coach them a little bit? And can you share a little bit about your relationship with saying no? Well, I will just say that I have trouble saying no. Mm-hmm. And I am one to completely admit that I will say yes uh, anytime an opportunity presents itself. Uh, or at least I have in, in my younger life. I would say yes to Sunday birthday parties uh, at the studio. I would say yes to the extra private lesson. I'd say yes to mentoring a family that's having trouble with a little boy, you know, that's not listening at home. And I'll, I'll, I'll take the extra 15, 20, 30, 45 minutes to make that connection. And I think sometimes saying yes to the immediate things are super important. Okay, right? Um, but also giving yourself... Um, what they call margin, which basically means time that's not scheduled is essential daily. Um, And if you keep saying yes to Mm -hmm. other people, they will yes you um, and fill up your schedule where you blink, you've been at it for 12 hours and you don't feel like you did anything. Now you did, it was significant to somebody, but maybe not to you. (laughs) And that's, Mm -hmm. that's a hard part, you know, because I think that if you, and this is something, again, I struggle with too because it's, it's hard for me to say, well, no, I don't have time to help you right now. Uh, or no, I can't um, immediately stop everything to coach you right now because it, having a servant's heart, um, it's hard for me to, to do that personally. Um, but I have said, and I actually said this, I think last week or the week before, I have been saying no more mm-hmm. to think, to scheduled things. Yeah. But, you know, just last Thursday, I was on a different podcast uh, I had a friend of mine call me up and say, hey, you know, I had a last minute, you know, cancellation. I need somebody. Would you be willing? And I was like, yeah, what time is it? And at the end of the day, I was like, man, I didn't say no to that. I should have said no to that. And, you know, I didn't because they're a friend and, you know, they would have done the same thing for me. Um, as far as saying no, yeah. I'm still working on that, mm-hmm. people. So if you're out there and you have trouble saying no to grandma or no, saying help helping your friends to move or you know, saying, saying no to hosting things or, Hey, yeah, you can, you can host Christmas dinner, right? You know? Oh yeah, I guess. And I mean, often those people that are constant, uh, that have a constant battle with saying no, you know, they're considered, and I say this in air quotes, like a doormat. And it's not, it's not like that. It's not to the point where, um, they, they can't stand up and say, no, I'm not hosting Christmas dinner. It's that they just have that servant's heart and people are built like that. They're built different to just, just keep piling on. But I will tell you that it hit me family wise, I guess one night, it was a Thursday. We did robotics after school then Lawson did a private lesson. Then we went to, I think it was basketball and then he had a private baseball lesson you know, a half an hour in, into West Virginia. I remember we, that it, year. It was it was Thursday, and it was four different things. Plus, we ate in the car, and I don't. I still don't know if he did his homework. I mean, at that point, he was getting straight A's, so it's like, okay, let's let's just 
ride that wave. But it was like, mm. oh my gosh, like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. This is just way too much, way too much. Yeah. And it's not healthy. And I think, you know, the kids will pick up on what you're doing as parents. Yes. Are you overscheduled? And then also, is what you're doing, does it matter when you zoom out? Yeah. Does it matter when you zoom out? And That's again, great. this is something I personally uh, have struggled with my entire life. Mm-hmm. Am I doing things to do them for me? Or am I doing things to do those because they matter um, in, in a lifetime uh, in a lifetime way? Mm-hmm. You know, am I doing things for Jesus? Am I doing things to get people to think, to make people's lives better? Or am I scheduling things or overscheduling things just to put another feather in my cap? Mm. And again, that's something that I'm even to this day working through. Yeah. So if you have a hard time saying no, you're not alone, but... It's the simplest word. It's a complete sentence. No is a complete sentence. High five. Okay, thank you. That was so good. That's so good. Okay, as far as, I guess I'll handle my side of this, as far as saying no and all of that. Yeah, because you're, you're pretty good I at it. I am pretty good you at it. You are very good at setting parameters. Yeah. So, yeah, talk to everybody. You yeah. should have answered the question, not me. Well, no, because what you shared, I think, is super powerful and important. And the fact that I think you've had a few more light bulb moments in the last year as far as, yeah, I need to protect time and protect all of it. And behind a no or a yes, there's a motivation. And I think that's what you've uncovered. And I think that's what you're sharing is a yes is fine. A yes is even good. But what's your motivation behind it? Is it to just look kind or not have someone you know, talk about you behind your back. That's a really stupid reason to do anything. If you're worried about how you're perceived, you know, the people who know you best know your heart's in the right place. And if you say no, it's for a darn good reason. It's to protect your family. I say protect the four. It's, you know, it's, it's really important. Um, no is something I don't often struggle with. Um, unless it's, Someone invites me to a big birthday party and there's a storm or there's, you hmm. know, a natural disaster or a big snowstorm. I will not say no to that. I To me, that's a challenge. Okay. You know, I got to be there for my people. So there are moments where I would never say no because I'm determined in that way. But yeah, on a regular weekly basis, if someone asked me, oh, Julie, could you volunteer for this? We really need you might get a no, you know, oh, no, I'm sorry. It's, it's just not the right season for me to say yes to that. And if someone doesn't get it, they just don't get it. It's, it's, and that's a quick way. If you need some help on coaching, um, I do strongly believe that our life is in different seasons. You know, we shared a couple episodes ago, a couple weeks ago that, you know, we did children's church for a little bit. Okay. There were seasons in our life where that would be a no. For example, when we had a baby and a four-year-old, yeah, we're, sorry, no, we're, we're not going to be teaching children's church right now, or we're not going to be bringing in snacks every week, or we're not, no, 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 we're not, we're not in the right season. So just to help you, if you need a, a kind of a quick wrap it up to move on about your business, no, and you don't have to say, I'm sorry. Let me just put that out there. Yeah. It's not, no, I'm sorry, we can't do that. No, 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 you don't, you don't need to apologize for spending your time and serving your family and those closest to you and 
even if it's protecting your free time, you don't ever need to apologize for that. So I want to empower those of you out there who struggle with that. Please don't say, oh, no, I'm so sorry. We can't. No, no, no. As Rick said, no is a full sentence. No, we're not in the season for that right now. Thank you so much for asking, you know, and move on. That's it. That's all there is. And I'm not perfect at it, but I'd say I've never really struggled tremendously with that. But yeah, it's one in our culture that's super tough, right? Yeah, I I think I needed to hear that today. Yeah, yeah. It's one that people are like, oh, what else can I cram in? And we definitely are very full lives and full schedules. But as far as saying yes to something that, you know, uh, you mentioned the fact that kind of, um, you know, your faith journey, it's like, okay, how is this all tied to that? You know, I think of a our friend Mark, past good, good Pastor Mark up there, you know, he had a youth group years ago and their t-shirts were alive, always live in view of eternity. And I always thought that was a cool, quick way to sum up like, okay, if you put your your weekly decisions, your daily decisions through that lens, you used the word lens before, that's a really good filter. It's like, okay, when that's your filter, kind of like, you know, a strainer for food, if you pour your life into that, like, okay, if that's your that's how you view things. You know, if you're, you're built in that capacity, you're like, okay, well, everything else is going to fall through, but what's really important, what's holding up kind of the cornerstone of, you know, the way you want to live your life, everything else will fall through the cracks, but what really matters is going to stay together. It's going to stay in that strainer, if you will. Um, but yeah, guys, it's okay to say no. That's a good, that's a good reminder for me. So thank you. I think that question was for me. Hmm. So yeah. So if you're struggling, hey, you're not alone. I struggle on the left side of the couch. So um, we are to the point where we're going to go over our couch crumbs. All right, let's do it. And I'm going to start, you know, maybe it's just me, but I just feel like right now that the world is a little crazy. (laughs) I mean... We just recently had some violence here in Mm -hmm. our neighborhood. I uh, saw some some pretty crazy drug usage uh, here locally. Um, I try not to even look at the news anymore just because people pushing people on subway trains and, you know, just random acts of violence, just, you know, ripping people down in grocery stores, fights in schools. It's just, I don't know, it's just really sad. Mm. And I think... We need more people like you all out there um, that are spreading the light and that are you know looking at the good things. So I don't want to highlight the bad, um, but just that it just seems like the world's going nuts. And it just, I don't know, I think about it a lot like, man, this is not how it's supposed to go. It's just not. So my couch crumb this week is very general Yeah. where it just seems like the world needs... Uh, Needs it needs it needs a B twelve shot or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little more light. Yeah. What's your couch light. crumb, Julie? Mine is and you alluded to the fact at the top of the show we were talking about how this is the last episode in March and you know, we're about to turn the calendar page to April. Um April's busy, guys. Especially, you know, fellow parents, grandparents out there, you guys feel us. We're um we're about to add baseball and softball to the mix on top of all the other activities. And uh yeah, you know, as a, ironically, right now I'm wearing my baseball mom sweatshirt on the couch. And you talked about saying no earlier. Um, 
Yeah, but you know, our our son loves baseball, right? Yeah, he loves baseball. He and loved, our daughter wanted to try. And she wanted to try a, out a softball, so she's going to give it a go. And here's the thing: if you catch me maybe two weeks into baseball games. I'm going to have a different tune. I'm going to be like, yeah. oh, yeah, you know, we got, all right, we got all the snacks, and hey, I brought everybody. Yeah, I'm, I may sing a different tune, but tonight, the last, you know, week of March here, I'm going to tell you, I already am bracing for impact when it comes to baseball and softball season. So, And guess what I did? That's I on said, top of everything else. I said no to coaching. You did say no to coaching. For baseball, for you're baseball. still enduring, indoor soccer <laughs> coaching a little bit, so. Yeah. All right, let's flip it. Yes. Flip it, flip it. What's your prop your feet up moment of the week? My prop your feet up is that I've decided to do some spring photography sessions. Yes. I have them back to back on the days. They're actually going to come out right after this episode releases. Um, so yeah, I guess next time we are on the couch, I'll probably be sharing a little bit about that. But I did one closer to where I grew up and one closer to here. And the one from back home is fully booked and it's going to be great to see some returning families I've worked with before. And one of my old students, I didn't even tell you this. Um, she, gosh, she's probably around 30 ish now. Um, but she lives, uh, I'd say maybe 45 minutes to an hour from where my session's going to be. And I was able to get her in one last one. So yeah, cool. I'm really jazzed about that. And then for my local sessions, I think I have one or two spots left. So, um, uh, yeah, I'm just excited to, Hopefully have good weather and get in just a quick little um, opportunity for families to do reduced sessions. That's always fun. It gives um, oftentimes people who have never worked with me before the chance to work with me for the first time. And then the families that I've had. I mean, one of the families I'll photograph. Um, this will be their fourth or fifth session with me. So, yeah, it's fun. I'm looking forward to some spring mini sessions. Nice. Yeah. How about nice. you? What's, what's your prop? Well... Recently, our son said, I got this, Dad. And he said he said it um, a couple weeks ago, mm -hmm. I guess, through grades. And um, he has a big, you know, like a martial art test coming up. And he's like, I got this. And I'll remind him, hey, well, did you do this? Dad, I got this. Well, did you practice your... Dad, I got this. Well, did you review your... Dad, I got this. And... Yeah, the third marking period ended, and grades, he got he this. He had it. And mm -hmm. uh, I'm proud to say at the end of April, our son will be testing for third-degree junior black belt, and guess what? He got this. <laughs> I, I, I was a lot more hands-off this time with this round of testing. Um, as because, far as prep's concerned. Yeah, prep, because he yeah. said, I got this. And I was like, okay, you know, you're getting a little older, and... Um, you know, I, I shouldn't have to remind you 400 times a week to do this. Or did you do your slow kicks? Did you stretch? Did you do your crunches? And, you know, he, he, uh, he did great. Yeah. He really did. I was super proud of him. And uh, it was all him. So yeah, he, got, he got this. Yep, he does. He got that. He, does. he got this. He That's good. Yeah, he's growing into his own, isn't he? He is. Mm, good deal. I think that's it for today. Yeah. Whew, well, guys, if you've stuck with us, thank you. We have been on... A little bit of a fun roller coaster today. Hopefully, you've received something out of our time here on the couch. I can already tell you just by looking at my awesome husband that we both have gotten some something out of being on the victory couch today. So uh, yeah, we just 
I just want to remind you guys, if you haven't yet, we will, we mentioned at the last episode, but we will be doing those um, kind of feedback um, surveys. So if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure that you get a chance to go to thevictorycouch.com. Click subscribe at the top of your screen. We will be emailing this week, later this week, the Q&As and uh, a little bit for the Disney show input from our listeners yes. so get i'm excited for on that, that it's coming up soon we will be reaching out to you guys so if tell you what we'll give you um we'll give you two days after this episode comes out to make sure that you get on that subscribe list if you want to have any type of feedback um to give us for the disney episode or for possible season two q a or possible bonus episode coming up so that's about it for today guys look in the show notes if you want to dig up any old movies or anything that we've talked about today thank you so much for being a friend of ours and um, taking some time with us we've gotten to know a lot of great people i've actually had two people in the last week's week stop me in real life as we say to share a little bit about how the show has touched their lives and who they listen to and or who they listen with and, and things like that. So really awesome. Keep it coming, guys. As Rick would say, it's the human fuel that keeps us going. So until next week, guys, please continue to celebrate the victories with those around you, with those that you love, and make sure that you remind yourself of your victories. We need to reflect from time to time and do that. So until next week, have an awesome time. Enjoy your weekend and uh, give your friends and family a high five or a hug and have a good time. Thanks for squishing in. That's right. We'll Bye. see you next time. We are Rick and Julie Rando, and you've been listening to the Victory Couch podcast. You can follow the Victory Couch on Instagram, Facebook, and thevictorycouch.com. Count your lessons, your blessings, and your victories. We'll save a seat for you right here next time on the Victory Couch.